Hey guys, do you know what week it is right now? It is Holy Week. Holy Week is the week before Easter. On Holy Week, we spend some time to reflect and think about Jesus. We stop and we think about the sacrifice that Jesus made. And we maybe ask some questions about our relationship with Jesus, about our own personal lives. We just spend time reflecting on him and also on ourselves. In Holy Week, Back in the Bible, when it was Holy Week, there were a few significant things that happened because Jesus knew what was about to happen. Jesus knew that he was going to end up on the cross in just a few days. But nobody else knew that. See, the difference when we celebrate Holy Week, not celebrate, when we honor Holy Week, And when Jesus was doing Holy Week back 2,000 years ago, is that we all know what's going to come on Friday, and we also know what's coming on Sunday. And no, I don't just mean the Easter Bunny. Um, We know that on Friday, we are going to think about and we're going to hear about Jesus dying on the cross, right? Back in the first Holy Week, Jesus was the only one who knew that the cross was coming. He was the only one who could anticipate that. We anticipate that for days and weeks leading up to Easter, right? But back then, Jesus was the only one. And if you were listening to the Facebook live campfire that I did today, the, the campfire devotions that we, we talked about. I talked about Jesus the day after Palm Sunday, or just after Palm Sunday. We don't know the exact days, but just after Palm Sunday. Um, Jesus, he got mad. He went into the temples and saw people were exchanging money. They were using God's house they were using the temple for things that they shouldn't use it for right they were using it for greed they were using it for selfish gain not for worship and so he got mad because this is a place of worship and you're basically worshiping money is kind of where he was going with that and so he started flipping the tables over that's one of the few times in the Bible, maybe the only time, that we actually see full anger rise up in Jesus. And that's not anger just because he wanted to get angry. That's anger because people were disrespecting his father's house. They were disrespecting a place of worship. And so I today I just want to talk briefly about what that means for us now. So Jesus knew, but he was the only one. 
going into the temple that day, he knew what he was going to encounter in there. Because we need to remember, Jesus was fully God and also fully man, right? And so he knew what he was about to encounter. If he knew he was going to the cross a few days later, he knew he, w- he was going to encounter money changers in the temple. So he went in knowing what was happening already. And he goes in not just to put on a show, not just to be mad, not just some people call it something called indignant. That's just like a fancy way of saying righteously angry. He was angry for a reason. Um, But he wasn't going in to put on a show. He wasn't going in just to show that he could get angry. He wasn't going in to prove a point. What he was doing, actually, was going in to say, you guys are all messing up. You're all making mistakes. There is something wrong. There is something going on, even in the Father's house. Even in the kingdom of God, there is something wrong. We are making mistakes in the kingdom of God. We are making mistakes in the temple. And, and we need to remember on that note that we are the temple. God has created us to be a temple because he dwells in us and with us, right? So Jesus goes to the temple and says, you are making a mistake. You are not perfect. And he does that because in four days, he is going to make the biggest sacrifice of all to show those people the love and the grace and the forgiveness for the things that they do when they mess up. If we are the temple, if we are the kingdom of God, if we are living in God's kingdom, then he died for us. Even though we mess up. We are the temple and we mess up. And that's okay as long as we're willing to ask for forgiveness. Jesus loves us. Jesus loves you. It's a simple song that we all know, right? You all know the song, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Jesus loved the money changers. Jesus loved everybody in that temple that day, just like he loves us. But the difference is that when we mess up, we know that we have somebody who went to the cross for us. When they messed up, they had no idea. When they messed up, they had no idea that there was going to be a sacrifice that was bigger than any sacrifice they could have ever made. So this week, as we're entering into Holy Week, as we're entering into a time of reflection, I want you to reflect on what it means to be the temple. Are you the money changer in the temple? Are you sitting passively in the temple watching the money changers? Or are you the Jesus in the temple getting mad with the money changers?
no. Um, sorry, there is a car. So, are, where are we in the temple? Where are we in God's kingdom? I just want to encourage you that no matter where you are, if you're a money changer, if you're sitting passively watching, if you're Jesus getting indignant and angry at the, the money changers and the passive stander buys, that's the bystanders, that's the word. Um, if we are, no matter what we are in that circle of the temple, there's grace, there's forgiveness because there was the cross. And we know something that those money changers didn't know. So just remember that this week. Remember, no matter what happens, no matter what you, no matter what you encounter, no matter what you do, good or bad, that cross exists for you and for me. Okay, I'm going to pray. And then that's it. So dear Jesus, I thank you for teaching us what it means to be the temple. Thank you for the cross, but also thank you for this time that we have to reflect leading up to the cross, leading up to that sacred hour, that sacred day that changed the course of history. God, I pray that um, you would remind us this week of all of that stuff, that you would remind us this week that we are loved, that we are forgiven, that we are free, and that we don't have to be the money changers. We don't have to be the innocent bystanders just watching passively. We don't have to get angry. We don't have to be indignant unless it's from you. God, and when we do experience those things or feel those things or do those things, there's grace and there's forgiveness. So God, thank you for that. Thank you for all that you've done. Amen.